Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode number four of the Tribe Geeks podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the thing that everybody wants inside their Facebook community, and that is engagement. And I'm also here to share three tips with you on how you can get more of it. So make sure you stay tuned. You're listening to the Tribe Geeks podcast, brought to you by tribegeeksacademy.com. This podcast was created for just one reason, to help you to improve your organic marketing skills and leverage the power of Facebook to generate more leads, more sales, and more impact with your online business. We've been using Facebook groups and organic marketing methods to build our business and work from home for more than nine years now, and we've picked up a trick or two. Join us on our journey as we share what's worked for us, what hasn't, and how you can use that to build an audience of raving fans and buyers for your business with your host, Steve Haradine. So in the land of Facebook and particularly Facebook groups, there's this discussion that's been raging for years and people usually land on one side or the other about it. And the big debate is what's more important inside a Facebook group? Is it big membership numbers or is it big engagement? Now, obviously, we want to see a good amount of members inside our group. After all, that's really why we do what we do by using Facebook groups. But personally, we land firmly on the side that it shouldn't be the only thing that we're focused on. In fact, we actually refuse entry to our Facebook group to just about as many people as we actually let in. Now, obviously, if we had a more relaxed entry policy, then our group numbers would be significantly higher. But we are really protective about what we want for our members. And we know that when it comes to having a Facebook group, it's the numbers that are generally exciting, right? I mean, if a group's got hundreds of thousands of members, then it must be making a ton of money and have really good engagement, wouldn't you say? That's usually what we think. Well, more often than not, No, that's actually not the case at all. In fact, most of the really big groups that I see on Facebook are nothing more than a place where everyone's just posting spammy messages, you know, promoting a huge range of different offers, and there's really little to no value to be had at all. But because the group owners allow anyone to post their promotions in there, you'll find that loads of people will join if only to promote their own offers. Or it might be some kind of humor-based group, you know, like a group about memes or something like that, or things about being creative. But these groups are not always easy to monetize. In fact, as of this recording, the biggest group on Facebook right now, it's got almost 7 million members. It's a huge group. And it's actually about hairstyles, right, which isn't the easiest thing in the world to monetize. So the point I'm really making here is that it's not all about having as large a Facebook group as possible. It's about having an engaged group and getting as engaged a group as possible. In fact, large numbers often mean a low quality group experience. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case, not by a long way, but it does happen often. If we don't have a decent level of engagement, we're not going to be able to build goodwill with our members. And as I've mentioned before in previous episodes, 
you know, what we're trying to do here is one, build a large audience around our niche with a view to monetizing that audience. Number two, we're trying to build goodwill with that audience by engaging with them and providing valuable content. And three, we want to be making offers to our audience, promoting products and services that we know will help them to get what they want faster with less stress. So just to clarify, yes, we do want as large an audience as possible, but unless there's a good level of engagement with our audience, unless they're inside our group because they're interested in a specific thing that we can help them with, then there's little chance of us building much goodwill with them and having them feel like our group is their home online, which is obviously what we want. You know, big numbers without goodwill, it's just vanity metrics, and we'll have a hard time turning those members into customers and fans. So we need to have a good level of engagement. So with that in mind, here are three top tips to help you to get more engagement inside your Facebook group. Tip number one, keep the vision of your Facebook group relevant and clear so people know why they're there. This really comes down to having your core messaging in place and knowing what your group is going to be about. It's also one of the main reasons that we don't allow any kind of selling or overly self-promotional material inside our group. Now, if you need help coming up with what this looks like for your group, then I covered this in episode number one of this podcast series. Coming up with a group name that clearly explains what your group does and who it's for is really important if you want to monetize your group. And to help you with that, we've got a free downloadable to help you come up with your perfect Facebook group name. So I'll drop a link in the show notes for anybody that wants to grab that free download. So in order to create the right vibe with our members and build a ton of goodwill with them, we want their first experience of our Facebook group to be that of a place of value and also a friendly atmosphere. Imagine how your new members are going to feel if the first thing they're presented with when they've just joined your group is a bunch of spammy messages that are just trying to get them to sign up for this thing or sign up for that thing. If that's what they're presented with when they first come in, they first meet you inside of your group, they'll probably feel like they're just there to be sold to and they'll immediately start looking for the exit. It's not what they signed up for and it's going to be almost impossible to build a connected, engaged community around this kind of environment. Now, we're not saying that it has to be all business, 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 and I'll talk more about that inside of tip number three. But we do want to give our members what they were expecting when they joined our group. So we need to clearly advertise what's inside our group and then deliver exactly that to avoid the disconnection of members once they're on the inside. Remember, your members will only show up if there's some form of value that they get from it and it needs to be in line with what they are looking for. Okay, tip number two. Keep the level of information in line with the vibe of the group. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, I'll give you an example of how things are with us. And this is why I can speak on this with a degree of authority. <laughs> now, as most people will know, I work this business with my wife, Sam. Now, Sam and myself have got very different skill sets. 
Sam is a fantastic communicator and networker. She's really, really great at doing that. And there's almost nothing that she doesn't know about Facebook groups. But she'll be the first person to tell you that she's not the most technical person in the world. Whereas I, on the other hand, I love a bit of tech. So it usually falls to me to do things like setting up any websites or pages, you know, building funnels, writing copy, that kind of stuff. But if I go into our group and start talking on a level that's really only interesting for people who love tech, and it's like double dutch to the people who were attracted to Sam because they just wanted to know how to set up a basic group, there's a massive disconnect there because the information, it's kind of on a different frequency. So if I start posting up about some new piece of techie kit that I'm all loved up with, like, for example, just bought a new microphone. I'm just trying it out on this podcast. It excites me. I love that stuff. But to every, to everybody else, you know, it's literally just like techno babble, and it will generally get really bad engagement. So. As a rule, we want to remove any of that techno babble or any really specific industry terms that will make our audience feel like they're out of their depth and it might intimidate them. Try to keep your content running at the right level for your audience and that way you'll make it so much easier for your members to feel like they can get in on conversations and engage with you. Which leads me on to tip number three, keep it fun. As I mentioned in our episode number two of this podcast, your Facebook group is basically like inviting people back to yours for a party, and you're the host. Let's face it, nobody wants to go to a boring party, right? So we need to keep our Facebook group a place where people want to come and hang out. And that means we've got to keep things fun. After all, there are essentially three reasons why people even bother to venture onto social media in the first place. One, they want to be educated in some way. Number two, they want to be entertained. And number three, they want to grow their network and they want to meet people. So let me draw your attention to reason number two. That's to be entertained. Now, I'm not suggesting that you put on a stand-up show. You haven't got to be a comedian. You haven't got to be funny or anything like that. But we do need to keep our members entertained with fresh content, ideas and stories about your life and your journey, stuff like that, content like that. Because if your group is just a monotonous series of posts telling people what they should be doing, then it's going to get pretty boring pretty quickly. Give some of yourself to your audience and add your personality to the group. Show them your flaws. Show them the things that you've struggled with. Let them know what you love and let them know what you hate. Let them know what you stand for and what you stand against and what struggles you've had and things you've had to overcome. Remember, for your members, your Facebook group is often the only place where they feel like other people get them. You know, out in the real world, where we have to speak to other people, you know, people who are generally seen pursuing the dream of working online are often looked at as being this kind of weird bunch of dreamers who don't really want to do any real work. So they really love it when they find a place where they actually fit in. Often, people's partners or families don't understand what they're trying to do, and they're going to shoot them down any chance they get 
when they see any attempt to build a business online. They don't understand it, and frankly, they don't want to. Your group is often the only place that a lot of your members feel comfortable enough to open up about their ambitions. And our job is to make them feel relaxed and comfortable enough to let them know it's a safe place for them inside the group. And having a little fun never, ever hurts when we're trying to make people feel relaxed. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Please go ahead and subscribe if you are enjoying these podcast episodes. I'm going to be back with another episode next week. Until then, take care and thanks for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Tribe Geeks Academy. If you're an online expert or a home business owner and you're looking to build your tribe, then we've got everything you need. We'll show you how to harness your message so your audience know exactly how you can help them. We'll show you how to build a huge warm audience that recognize you as the go-to person in your niche. And we'll show you how to tie it all together using systems and strategies without the confusing technobabble. Bottom line, we'll show you how to leverage the power of Facebook and groups to make more impact and more sales. Want to know more? Head on over to tribegeeksacademy.com and let us help you get your business on the map. I'll see you over there.